catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. Welcome to Tony's Tech Side. I'm here every weekday, 9 a.m. West African time till midday streaming on Africa's premier technology-focused radio. Yes, we'll learn a tech word today. We'll dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then share the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with the rest of us on WhatsApp, text, or send me a voice note on 0913-558-1766. Add plus 234 if you're texting from outside Nigeria. So someone once asked me, you know, why exactly do you say this is the greatest of all shows? And I'm like, "Uh, so I, I really did not say it. Someone else who listened said... You know, this is the greatest show. Uh, And I just, you know, said what the person said. Well, if you doubt it, then stay with me from now till the end of my time here. The time, short time I spend with you. And you would actually realize that the person was saying the truth. Well, if you're thinking of how to get out of bed and you said, oh, you know, you're feeling somehow. I didn't really wake up on the right side of the bed or the right side of whatever uh, your bed, wherever you woke up from. I have a trick and this trick has helped me for the past two decades to always wake up on the right side. Listen carefully. I'll share it in a bit. Okay. So if you plan on waking up on the right side of the bed every time of your life henceforth, just listen. You're awake, right? Maybe you didn't wake up on the right side. Oh, fine. All good. I have a great fix for it. Let's do this together. Just remember this routine. Go back to your bed, your chair, your wherever you slept on, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's noon morning or night just go back to where your resting place is or was Mm -hmm. are you there you're there good beautiful now lie i don't care how you do it sideways back forward it really doesn't matter the trick still works are you on the you're on the bed yeah the chair too you're there your resting place you're you're lying right in in a line yeah good okay close your eyes for just a few seconds Mm -hmm. one two three four open your eyes turn right turn left turn right twice wake up exactly trust me if you do this every day of your life you would never wake up on the wrong side of the bed welcome to tony's tech side africa tech radio I once asked someone, how good are you at PowerPoint? And the person was like, oh, I excel at it. I was like, what? Is that a Microsoft Office pun? And it was like, word, word, word. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, okay, so if you got that, it's fine. If you didn't get it, we'll just move on. So we're going to dig deep into the bubbles of tech today to find Microsoft, which is first. In 1975, on this day, 4th of April, Microsoft was founded as a partnership between Bill Gates, who was then 19 years, and Paul Allen, who was then 22. And this was in New Mexico or New Mexico in the United States of America. The company was founded to develop BASIC for the MITS Altair 8800. And MITS was headquartered in New Mexico. So Gates and Allen moved there from Boston to launch their company. Eventually, they decided to move Microsoft to the Seattle, Washington area, where both men were originally from and they had met in high school. Before Microsoft was dethroned by Apple in 2010, 
it was the most valuable publicly traded company in the world but then it reclaimed that position in 2018 and in april 2019 microsoft reached the trillion dollar market cap becoming the third u.s public company to be valued at over one trillion after apple and amazon respectively as of 2022 microsoft was the fourth highest global brand valuation or had rather yeah they had the fourth highest global brand valuation microsoft has been criticized though for its monopolistic practices and the company's software has been criticized for problems with ease of use how not so robust it is and security now the 1986 ipo ipo means initial public offering of microsoft and the subsequent rise in its share price created three billionaires and an estimated 12,000 millionaires amongst the employees of microsoft don't you <laughs> so before now i'd actually played i know i can't by nas because i know i was about to get into this imagine a company creating three billionaires for the world and 12,000 millionaires of its employees since the 1990s microsoft has diversified from the operating system market and has made a number of corporate acquisitions their biggest being the acquisition of linkedin yes you're thinking yeah so microsoft bought linkedin for 26.2 billion dollars in december 2016 and they also bought skype yes skype technologies for 8.5 billion dollars in may 2011 in the 2020s as this period will be referred to <laughs> i i hope Microsoft is leading investment on a large scale in artificial intelligence technologies. And it's more like a three-person race now with Microsoft seemingly ahead, Google coming behind and others way, way behind coming off, of course. When Microsoft announced major investments in artificial intelligence startup OpenAI, we knew that the AI wars had started. Chat GPT is the word of 2022 third quarter and 2023 first quarter it may remain the word for the whole of 2023 like the word of the year you know we haven't seen that yet we're yet to see that now microsoft said it's making a multi-year multi-billion dollar investment in the artificial intelligence startup open ai maker of chat gpt and other tools that can write readable text and generate new images so today we're looking at microsoft the behemoth that is microsoft and how they're able to own their space create 12,000 millionaires and three billionaires of the company and whatever inspiration that can give you i will not put words into your head or put thoughts into your mind be inspired by yourself so still digging deep into the rubbles of history today 1969 same day april 4th denton cooley implants the first artificial heart with a machine and that machine kept the patient haskell cup alive for 65 hours he died before a human heart could become available but the first artificial heart implant was made on this day and sadly enough martin luther king jr was assassinated today in 1968 he was a civil rights activist in the united states of america and a lot of people around the world knew him he was killed by james earl ray a segregationist and the person right received a 99 year prison sentence he died in jail later on in 1998 today nato is formed 
1949, 12 nations signed the North Atlantic Treaty to establish what is today one of the world's most important military alliances. There are a lot of things have been said about NATO, you know, and, you know, I wouldn't want to go into that. Just know that today NATO was formed. And today, German engineer businessman Karl Benz, the founder of Mercedes-Benz, died today in 1929. And also celebrating Maya Angelou, an American author, poet, actress and director. She was born today in 1928. Let's take a few, say two minutes to listen to a beautiful piece by Maya Angelou and I'll return in a bit. Write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. (laughs) Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides just like hope springing high, still I rise. Did you want to see me broken, bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries? Does my sassiness upset you? (laughs) Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words, you can cut me with your lies, you can kill me with your hatefulness, but just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. (laughs) Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, wow, there I go. You're listening to Tony's Tech Side. And of course, yes, Maya Angelou. Mm, Nothing at all to say more than that beautiful and in case you're wondering who martin luther king jr is if you remember i have a dream yes so sadly he was assassinated today in the year 1968 yes i have a dream martin luther king jr but then we're going to end on a beautiful note and this is to who ramapolo masakela South African musician born in Whitbank, South Africa. He grew up playing the piano and at a young age was introduced to the trumpet by father Trevor Huddleston. He mastered the trumpet and went on to play in South Africa's first youth orchestra, the Huddleston Jazz Band. Yes, jazz was a theme then. Masakela later collaborated with many famous artists and played in the orchestra for the successful South African Broadway-style hits, 
King Kong. Yes, I remember that one. In 1961, Masekela went into exile after the political unrest surrounding the 1960 Sharpeville Massacre. I remember the Sharpeville Massacre because I remember a poem from the Sharpeville Massacre time. I think Dennis Brutus or so. I'm not really sure now. Masekela studied at London's Guildhall School, then the Manhattan School of Music. And in New York, in the United States of America, he befriended Harry Belafonte, who helped him to settle in the United States as a student. While in New York, he composed and recorded many new songs, including his 1968 number one hit, Grazing in the Grass, yeah? which won him a Grammy for Best Contemporary Pop Performance Instrumental that same year. Masekela returned to South Africa in the early 1990s and continues to produce music and perform extensive tours around the world. Today, Hugh Maramopolo Masekela remains one of South Africa's most celebrated musicians, along with Abdullah Ibrahim and Miriam Makiva, who he was married um, to at one time. So, what's our word for today? The tech word we're learning today is API. Yes, API. I. You hear a lot of people say, oh, so the API integration is like, oh, God, can you speak plain English, bro? Tech bros and techies, please. Okay, let's help them out. It's fine. So what is API? Application Programming Interface. It's a computer programming term or word meaning a series of rules, nothing more than that. So APIs allow an application to get information from a service and use that information in their own application or sometimes just to analyze data. It's kind of like a phone for applications to have conversations, right? So an API literally calls one application, gets information to bring to you, and then you use that information in your own software. Yeah, so APIs facilitate the data needed to provide solutions to the problems of customers. Now, for example, most persons, most people have APIs, right? So developers use these APIs to get information from one software into their own software. It's important for almost everyone, data analysis, marketers, it's important for everyone to understand what you know these can do because it's literally like the phone that you use you know to get something where that's working from somewhere else into your own space or what exactly you want to work in your own space so i hope you learned a tech word today api no don't get worried application programming interface this is mathi kizolo featuring hugh ramapolo masekela quela quela africa tech radio okay starting all over again yeah award-winning nigerian superstar and DMW music boss Davido. We're starting with him. He's rewriting everything all over again. The Afro Beats Nigerian star has set a new record on Apple Music with his latest album, Timeless. Now, it has had the most first day streams ever for an African album, according to music streaming service Apple. That's Apple Music, yeah? The 17-track album was released on the 31st of March. And it seemed like it was going to be an April Fool thing, but it turned out not to be, as everyone on the timelines kept talking about it, posting it on WhatsApp statuses. And, well, it's the musician's fourth album, 
and he's already broken the record for the biggest debut week on Spotify Nigeria and the biggest first day streams on Boomplay. Well, this song has a lot of emotions attached to it. First track, first song on the Timeless album by Nigerian superstar Afrobeat singer David Doe of the album Timeless and that album is breaking all the records so far first day streams broken apple music has said that spotify and i think also boom play top three actually when it comes to this where you know streaming platforms in nigeria and across the continent we're moving and celebrating another african this time not nigerian but ivorian a tech entrepreneur and smartphone designer who won the World Literacy Award for 2023. This award usually recognizes individuals and organizations every year for their outstanding endeavors that promote literacy learning. This is according to the website for the prize, yeah? And Alain Capo is the man who we're celebrating today. He invented a smartphone that lets people communicate in at least 16 of the spoken languages of the languages that are spoken in Ivory Coast, otherwise known as Côte d'Ivoire, yes. In 2022, he told Reuters during an interview, the news agency that Reuters, that he had made the phone so that people who cannot read and write were able to use the smartphones. He was speaking at a ceremony at Oxford University in the UK when he also said that he felt honored. You know, he described this as an amazing honor to receive this award and the global acknowledgement for the work in literacy as we all, you know, work together to increase access to education and literacy for everyone. Now, this being said, um, we're also sending our good wishes to the newly appointed CEO of South African National Space Agency, SANSA, who is Humbulani Mudao. He is the third CEO in 12 years following the resignation of Dr. Val Munsami in February 2022. He takes over from Andiswa Lisa, who served as acting CEO of the South African National Space Agency, SANSA. And it's at a critical time for SANSA amid the progress with the Space Infrastructure Hub and the Deep Space Network node development, among other things that are being planned or that are going on at SANSA. And what do I say to this? Great work, great, great work. And we're going to keep saying how much we're doing, but we're not talking about these things as much. That's why here on Tony Sexide, every day, Monday to Friday, weekdays, I talk about these things. I celebrate these people. I just talk about the challenges too, right? And the wins, the people making the things happen, the movers and the shakers, and all those who are also ensuring that these things, you know, come to light. Now we move from there to Kenya. Kenya is preparing to launch its first ever Earth observation satellite in what is being described as a landmark achievement in the country's space exploration efforts. Nation One or Typha One in Swahili. I remember when Nigeria, Nikomsat One. God, I was awake that day. It was a night. That night, I was awake. I watched everything till the morning. It was great. I don't know if that like had a thing to do with, you know, me being here now and me talking about these things. But Taifa is Swahili for Nation and theirs is Nation One, Nikomsat One. This is scheduled to launch next week aboard the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from the Space Force Base in California, United States of America. Now, what will this satellite do? It's designed to provide Earth observation data for use in agriculture, food security, and environmental management. And I hope 
that this actually does the best for Kenya at this time when East Africa really, really needs this. Now, the mission is very significant and it's a significant milestone also for Kenyan scientific innovation. In 2018, Kenya launched its first experimental nanosatellite from the International Space Station, the ISS. And there's a delegation already from Kenya that's expected to travel to the U.S. for the launch. And we will all see the launch happen. Now, just so we clear the air, this was fully, I repeat, fully designed and developed by Kenyan engineers in collaboration with a Bulgarian aerospace manufacturer, right? But then it's going to be launched, like I've said before, from the Space Force Base in California. You need to catch up on our discussion about um, geosatellites and satellites and Google, you know, what's the tech behind it to really understand, you know, what I'm talking about here. Go on Africa Tech Radio, our website, www.africatechradio, or anywhere you get your, listen to your podcast from and just type, you know, you know, Google, the Google Maps, what's the tech behind it? And then also search for anything related to satellites where you get it and you would find the podcast that I actually did on the importance of these technologies and what they can do for us in different areas from agri to food security to environment and climate and ensuring that we're all safe where we are. A lot of us are doing a lot of things. We plenty for here. But then we need to also keep telling these stories so that we motivate ourselves, inspire ourselves and remind ourselves of how great we are. Africa Tech Radio. Your plug for all things tech. Well, if you remember the last line of Stupid Song by Bez, <laughs> that's exactly what the employees that will reportedly be laid off in a small number of corporate layoffs that uh, has been on for a while. But this time it's hit Apple. Yes. Remember Apple stood out from the big tech crowd in not doing layoffs. Well, it appears that that end has come. Apple is reportedly laying off a small number of people from one of its retail teams, according to a report from Bloomberg and Business Insider that I found. It's currently not clear how many people will be affected, but Bloomberg says the number is likely very small. And both outlets say that internally, the company is pitching it as a way to improve its operations rather than as a cost cutting measure. Still till now, Apple's lack of layoffs has set it apart from many big tech companies that have announced major cuts like Google, Cutting off 12,000 jobs, Amazon 27,000 jobs, Meta 21,000 jobs, Microsoft 10,000 jobs, the latest Microsoft being the one in Kenya, right? So this uh, seems to be on a massively smaller scale, but it appears it can no longer act as an example of a company that hasn't resorted to laying off employees. So we can no longer add Apple as one of the companies that hasn't laid off in the big tech layoff wave, yeah? Now, Google also, Google Drive quietly introduced and also pulled a file creation limit for all its users. It says, we're rolling back this change as we explore alternate approaches to ensure a great experience for all. Now, Google actually introduced a limit on number of files that you can create and save in the drive. According to reports earlier published by Ars Technica and CNET, 
and the company confirmed to the verge that the change would have allowed you to create a maximum of five million files in drive even if you pay for extra storage but google rolled the change back soon after saying it would explore alternate approaches to ensure a great experience for all Mm -hmm. the five million cap only applied to the number of files that you'd create in drive not the total of files shared to your drive this means that you could have you could have had over 5 million files in your system as long as they're not solely created by you mm-hmm. and the last one from the socials today would be twitter yeah i don't know if you've noticed yeah but then there's something that's actually happening <laughs> I don't know if it's an April Fool's thing, but the retweet label, when you're going through the home, right? When you're going through home, it's no longer there. Yes, right? Yes, yes. And also the the Twitter bird, the bird, right? Has somehow been replaced with the dodge, the, the, the dog, yeah? The dog has replaced the bird on Twitter. If you're using the web version of twitter i really don't know i would take some snapshots and show to you on twitter on our own twitter page and i really don't know why that is happening but that's what we've seen finally today closing up a proposal from ghana's electoral commission to make the national digital id card the sole document acceptable for voter registration has been rejected by the parliament this was done just at the end of last week the 31st of march 2023 friday both sides of the houses the house of parliament were in agreement in rejection of the CI. It's supposed to be a proposal to amend that the electoral part of the constitution. And this would have made the Ghana card the sole identification document for voter registration, thereby eliminating the guarantor system. Ghana's National Identification Authority, NIA, says that it will begin distributing more than 500,000 Ghana cards to applicants who applied since last July 2022 and have not yet received them. This is according to Business Ghana, what I read from Business Ghana. And the government released 100 million Ghanaian CDs, which is approximately 8.9 million US dollars to clear the backlog in Ghana card issuance. The money has gone to Carl Bank PLC to pay off debts, after which bank cards were released for printing. And these are the cards that are going to be shared. Mm-hmm. Now, talking about digital IDs, we're going to be having a LinkedIn live audio event yes on the 6th of april thursday 6th of april join us on linkedin it's on my page anthony onyekachi ebay just search for me on linkedin at the event up let's talk about the privacy concerns that are related to the digital ids that are being developed here on the continent time really flies and at this time this point in time i'll say my goodbyes for today you can catch me anywhere you get your podcast africa tech radio tony's tech site i am here streaming live broadcasting live on africa tech radio's website africatechradio.com monday to friday every week this is tony's tech site thank you very much for staying with me thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com